This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Why, why is Sonic Drive-In in a, like, a, uh, a topic? How many people are really discussing this? In terms of, how many spaces, is it, like, how many spaces have there been about the Sonic Drive-In? Is it about the disappearance of the Sonic Drive-In? Because I have some thoughts. Is We're it, in a sonic desert. Is it disappearing? I think the only one left within us remote driving distance is like the fake Sonic on Southmoreland. DJ Wally Sparks, what is up? Pride of Chattanooga. The legend. I am not muted. I, I am good. Good evening. That's why he said we're not the same person. Oh, I thought I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Hello, podcat. Uh, I hope you're not too cold. I saw LSU had clam chowder <laughs> by request on the sidelines. That's nice. Hope you got some of that. Nothing better than a delicious uh, tankard of clam chowder. I love great drinking cream-based soup during vigorous activity. <laughs> that sounds like one of those things that people in the Tour de France used to do. Yeah, they take rat poison and arsenic, and then they would take some red wine, and then they drink a gigantic thing of chowder. Wait, what and was then- the arsenic for? Yeah, and and then a Belgian man would knock him off the horse with a two-by-four. A horse in the Tour de France, you say. That's just how bad the cheating was. What's up, SEC Stat Cat? <laughs> prescient, prescient as always in your predictions, in your statistical analyses today. I'm a stat cat. I really love the pitch for that song. What is the what is the main idea of this song? I am what is the, the scat. Thesis? I am the scat cat. The thesis is Mayamo scat cat. Supporting evidence. B bop boop ba ba. Please cite your sources. If the scat man can do it, so can you. I did tell one person that there's no after dark tonight, but that's what you get for saying no full cast after dark tonight. <laughs> In the same tone of the people who read your top 25 list and they're like, no school that clearly isn't on this list, question mark, question mark. I'm sorry, you only have Ohio State at one? I want to talk about Ohio State. Oh boy, I don't either. I'm going to talk about Maryland. You know, it's great. We don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hang on. I have to find, before we really get rolling, I have to find the person who, uh, because I don't think it's somebody we've shouted out on the show before. All right. Okay. Um. It was Jamie. It was Jamie Pilot Pilot mm-hmm. uh, at the Pilot or Pilote, however you're pronouncing this. Uh, just watching Arkansas lose the Auburn job for two coaches in one season. It's amazing, man. God, that's beautiful. That's Arkansas, so, we're so happy for you. That's so beautiful. All right, let's light this candle. <sighs> Forecast After Dark for Men. Welcome 
to the full cast after dark. Thank you for joining the internet's only late night recap show for the week that was in college football. I am Spencer Hall. Joining us, Jason Kirk, Holly Anderson, and uh, a cavalcade of talented, beautiful listeners, including, among others, I see Matt Scalici from uh, LateofAL.com. Um, I just say that because you to me, sir, you to me were one of the gateway drugs for AL.com. I always appreciated that. Uh, Adam he Kramer. Know, he doesn't know where you work now. He uh, has absolutely no idea. I, I'd have to look it up, but yes. Uh, Podcat, who was freezing in the cold climbs of Baton Rouge. Um, and, and I just saw a gigantic pot of gumbo in my timeline. Thank you so much for that. Podcat. Also joining us, uh, the Big Sky Conference. A big day for the Big Sky. Our day got started with game day in, uh, of all places, Bozeman, Montana, where uh, my favorite moment was somebody rubbing Kirk Herbstreet's feet because they were cold. Wait, that wasn't a joke? No, they were rubbing, they were rubbing his feet. Oh, gross. They're freezing. A, a person was doing this? A person. Yeah, I think, I think that was a person uh... rubbing his feet. Like a person, a person had to do this. Yes, you know who wasn't the strong like bear Chris Felica. That's right, who had a good coat and some gloves. That was enough to keep him warm. Strong of heart, strong of stat. Chris Felica. Wait, is, was Kirk cold because he was cosplaying? Because I saw his outfit. Uh, Kirk had like the well, Kirk had the the Indiana Jones outfit, the or as West Blankenship called it, the Ohio Jones outfit going mm-hmm. on. I like uh, whoever, I'm sorry, I don't remember who this tweet was now, but I saw it described as dressed like the kind of people uh, Kevin Costner is trying to keep out of Yellowstone. <laughs> hey, that's a nice ranch you got there. Be a shame if somebody tried to steal it. Dum, dum, dum. Yellowstone season nine and eight. I said this this morning on the Channel 6 space, but I really cannot encourage everybody enough to watch the first three episodes of Yellowstone and then quit. <laughs> it's a show, the show with a body count that's akin to some actual wars. The body count goes way down after the first three episodes, which is why I'm telling you to quit after the first three episodes. Because it, the longer the show has gone on, the more it seems that they have gotten the idea that they are prestige television. They're not. It is weekly ranch murder. And if they had kept it up like that way and one of Kevin Costner's adult children had murdered someone every single week and he had to cover it up, that's a program I would watch. But unfortunately, they chose a different direction. Yeah, that's the show where they have a cliff that they throw bodies off of and it's introduced as a prominent plot point in like the first two episodes. Like Like, it's a spot that everybody knows about. Yeah, this is where we throw all the bad people Then nobody ever asks about it ever again. Pile of bodies at the bottom of a trail, yada hoo, out of What are the uh, high diddle, I can't do Frankie Lane. I'm trying to do high noon and I can't quite get there. My voice won't go deep enough. Jason. Play-hoo. Jason, wh- where would yeah. you want, where would you want to start in terms of things I saw and things I beheld today? Uh, I think as, uh, there's, there's sort of an overall theme to the day. Um, I mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago in one group chat or another that this today had blood week potential, which is a rare thing to see coming in advance. Mm. Um, and then the scores throughout the day bore out that potential. Um, 
as always, if, if, if you have to ask, it is not yet. Um, but we were very, very close to uh, like the entire top five look like ass. Um, number five looked the most ass, but uh, the the almost the entire you know playoff picture was uh, was in danger for large portions of the day. Um, one thing I want to I want to <laughs> sort of one PSA for the readership is. Um, we don't need every Saturday to be like almost a blood week, uh, you know, that, that type of thing, because that is every Saturday in college football. It either is or it isn't. Um, and it wasn't, but it almost was. <laughs> but it it, 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 it just um, – it, it was very nearly an extremely special Saturday. And it ended up being pretty nice, entertaining. USC, UCLA was wonderful. Um South Carolina did things no one would have ever imagined South Carolina doing against anyone. Um, yeah, special day, and it sets up uh, sets up a, a very entertaining close to the season. That's the overall gist of things, I think. But no, Spencer, are you still here? I am back in. I believe I am there back in. And good. Had to restart. Had to restart the space, but I think I'm good. <laughs> that was what we what we just had there was me filibustering while Spencer reconnected. I think that was excellent. Yeah, that was excellent. Um, yeah, I didn't. This was one of those. Um, I think we get these the the edging weekend, the weekend of uh-huh. edging. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, that's definitely what it was. Um, where you just get and a then, bunch of weird shit happening. USC UCLA was was the grand explosion at the end. <laughs> USC USC UCLA was like that was fun. Let's never tell anyone we did any of this. <laughs> Fortunately, it's the Rose Bowl, so there aren't going to be that many witnesses. <laughs> we put on our are we put on our special uniforms we only wear once a year for each other. Hey, dude, have you ever had sex in public? Yeah, I did it at a UCLA home game. Yeah, nobody saw that. It's fine. That's not <laughs> That's public. not public. Yeah. That's it's just fun. outdoors. I, I feel like there were <laughs> That's a lot not of public. It's just outdoors. I mean, is this tickle? There were a lot of really perverse things that happened today that didn't really add up to that much, but were still very weird. For instance, um, just pulling randomly, you know, a team that everyone loves and loves to watch every week: Iowa, Minnesota. Um, Mo Mo Ibrahim had two hundred and sixty three <laughs> yards rushing and lost. Because it was 13-10, and because we're playing Iowa football, where the numbers don't matter, and the scores are all made up. Yeah, he had 263 yards, and he lost. That sucks, man. Iowa, which won on a defensive uh, score. Do I have that right? I mean, they always do. But, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's correct. N- something like that. <laughs> they won on a field goal. Perfect. <laughs> Jesus. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't the most exciting field goal of the day for me because the thing that yeah, I wanted to it's talk it's either about, it's either that or the other one. It's really close. It's, it's really close. It's really a tough close. Call. No, no, no. I want to talk about the deep fuckery that was TCU <laughs> Baylor. That was oh man. The most TCU shit of this season, which is saying a lot. In an extremely TCU full slate of events. TCU week in and week out um, lets their opponent get all their shit in before TCU just activates comeback mode. Um, the the cardiac frogs, 
that no, that's terrible. But um, mm. yeah, this was the the pinnacle of TCU behavior for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, the most bullshit team of the year said with all affection, and they trotted out their bullshittiest. <laughs> we <laughs> love it, and, folks. And I'm not sure they'll be topping it. Um, and I don't think that that'll uh, be any sort of a letdown for them. A fire drill field goal. Uh huh. To uh-huh. put away their arch rival. Yeah. Did you see Sunny? Did you see Sunny after? Yeah. Uh, after they scampered onto the field and kicked through the field goal, and Sunny Dykes has approached. Uh, did, did coach, did that feel frantic? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sunny Dykes. Sunny Dykes. Somebody said that was a breakfast taco ass answer. <laughs> So uh, just to give you the sequence, if you didn't see it, um, I will take it back. It is um, it is one thirty four on the clock in the fourth quarter, and due to some extreme stupidity, uh, a missed extra point that was a doink, not just a oh he missed it. No, I mean the kind of kick that feels like a an indictment of everything the kicker's ever done in his life, like donk off, and we get chasing points and some weird scoring and we get to Baylor 28 TCU 26 with one minute and 34 seconds left on the clock it's a process type situation where it feels like the fine analytical mind of Dave Aranda um who um I Holly I want to discuss that thing we talked about with Dave right after this so don't let me forget it um uh, how Dave is going to get over this oh, okay. loss. Okay, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Um, so, minute 34 left on the clock. Undefeated TCU is facing their first loss of the season. And uh, Max Duggan takes off like he's not the most inspiring scrambler in the world. <laughs> he scrambles He scrambles like somebody who knows how dangerous it is. That's the best part, I, the best way I can describe it. Like scooting, Jason, I think is the word for it. If we say, whoo, scooting. Definitely um, doing some scooting. Let's say he's uh he's Duggan. He's du- that's correct. <laughs> he is Duggan down the field. They get to uh, the clock is winding. They get to um first and ten at the Baylor twenty nine after a first down stops the clock, and TCU coached by pass happy Sunny Dykes, who I once watched coach an entire season at Cal without calling a run. Don't look that up. It's statistically sound. Um. He runs. They run for three yards to the 26. <laughs> um, yeah. And then they, uh, they 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 run. And the clock is going. And it's still going. And, um, and on third and seven, they run again. And that's where you have 17 seconds. Now, Bo- Booger McFarlane said a team needs 16 seconds. That says 17 seconds on the clock. I will tell you, listeners, it did not feel like 16 seconds. Not at fucking all. It felt like they actually started to get the field goal unit with 12 out there, at least. There was like four, three or four seconds of, is that what Sonny's going to do? Shit! And everyone starts immediately trying to run out. They get out there. The holder nearly wipes out the kicker on the way to the setup. He does the like, I don't know if you've ever seen like Earl Hebner slide in on his belly to make a tap, right? To do a count in a professional wrestling match where he slides like 10 feet into the ring. That's what it looked like. Right, that's how the the holder came in. He takes the snap, and Sonny Dykes made the nigh unpardonable sin of settling for a forty yard field goal with a college kicker with an undefeated season on the line and no timeouts, 
and realistically about 12 seconds to get it off and they did it this is the stupidest team i love them so much (laughs) this is the dumbest shit i hope they keep doing it the whole time all of the chaos emeralds forfeited by less miles at lsu have been found and taken to fort worth texas you know now you know this was a makeup call too on their part i mean a makeup call by the coaches for punting from what the 37 yeah this was the most remember remember we said aloud we're like what is sunny doing and then i i think that he was putting i think that he was holding a he was holding a chaos emerald in reserve because he's like they'll they'll give me an extra chaos emerald just for doing like the most iowa thing yeah right so he kind of he dug himself a little hole that he could put the explosive in so that he wouldn't blow his fingers off at the end of the game there i i call that foresight yeah, he punted at one point from, let's see. The I say ba- it was a 37. It might have been worse. Is the Baylor 40? They, they At one point, punted from the Baylor 49. No, this is the one we're talking no, about. No, it was worse. No, he punted at the Baylor thir- from the Baylor 37, and it was that downed one. at the Baylor 13. That one. He was doing some David Shaw type shit, no, by the but, way. Hey, all was revealed. Because yeah. what type of shit did David Shaw's team do? Stanford kicked a field goal to make it 27-20 at the end of the game. Dang. Uh, wait, wait, wait. What do you mean when you say to make it 27-20? Uh, yeah, it was t- it was. Which 20- end of that score was Stanford? Stanford was 20. There we go. <laughs> Stanford kicked a field goal, you know, to keep it close. Yeah, I love the admission that... Um, well, we could go for a uh, you know a, a, a hail mary type thing, make the score look pretty nice. But come on, man, we're Stanford. We're the... <laughs> Touchdown! <laughs> Touchdown's not in the cards. Field goal's possible. <laughs> it it did make the game hit the over. If you bet a Stanford Cal over, you're a fucking pervert. That's, What's wrong no, with you? That's true. That's true. <laughs> you're. I am a yeah, degenerate. We actually, we actually would... don't want to hear if you got beat on this one because we don't want to hear about what you've been doing with the rest of your day. You fucking yeah. sicko. <laughs> David, David. I mean, David Shaw had to know that was funny, right? Like oh, he had to know. Absolutely. David Shaw, funny? No, 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 no. This is okay. You are you familiar with the term "icebox laugh"? No, I don't okay, think this so. Is, this is an this is an old comedian thing. Steve Martin has a great uh, has a great little scene about this in one of his plays that I will not bore you with here. But it's something that doesn't seem funny at the time. But at home, when you get at home and it's midnight. And you're like rummaging through the fridge for something to eat. And you're standing there in just the dark and the light of the fridge door. And you think about it again. And you're like, <laughs> that is an icebox laugh. Hmm. So is it is it akin is it akin to like, this sounds like a deathbed laugh where you're like, <laughs> I didn't yes, pay the gas bill exactly this exactly the same thing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank is you. that okay? Yep. So that's, where, that's where we put dead people what? is in the icebox. Yeah. That's I, think all, my, I think my thing is imagining what david shaw thinks is funny like what is mirthful to david shaw <laughs> has the man ever laughed in his life he's like uh uh-huh. compound interest <laughs> chortling chortling it's Heart- free real estate <laughs> no Heart- hearty chuckle i just realized i have no idea what david shaw sounds like it's, yeah kind of sounds like I, just, I just assume that he sounds like sam the eagle from the muppets he is, um, as a football coach doing an interview in any capacity, the least interesting man on earth. That is it. 
It's very chill to listen to. It's very chill. It is it is basically like one of those podcasts that helps you sleep by just saying soothing, easy things. Until maybe, that's you fall asleep. His, maybe that's a career move for him. Uh, update, by the way, and I, one of some import, um, at least to those of us who absolutely love Utah's bare knuckle style of football. I heard Kyle Whittingham on game day saying things like, hey, this game's going to be a street fight, boys. And you know what? If I got to get in a street fight, and my money's on you every time, guys. Well, the street fight is happening. And, Kyle uh, Whittingham is so at odds with what I think of as Utah culture. Yeah. Well, is it like a street fight in Utah, like what outside the malt shop? But Kyle Whittingham says street fight, and I'm like, oh, you're hitting someone with a plate from the gym. Yeah, yeah, you're you're beating someone up outside uh, a frozen yogurt place. Unfortunately, he's in a street fight with Bo Nix. <laughs> Wait, which Bo Nix? Which Bo Nix we got? Uh, we got uh, what we got flavor Bo we got tonight? tonight? Oh. Bo is a uh, 16 for 21 tonight. Caliente. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, this is you're, you're in West Coast Bonix. This is the harmonically balanced Bonix who is currently uh, Man, kicking what time some ass. Is it? You can't say that kind of shit today. Yeah, don't you don't you put that devil on Bo? Yeah, but Bo Bonix currently beating some ass and uh, reestablishing Oregon's uh, Oregon's backbone that Utah has ripped out in two games prior to this. Yeah. in terrible fashion. They're yeah. leading. They're leading Utah seventeen three. You get your pride back, boys. Looks like we're uh, we are closing in on an Oregon USC Pac-12 title game, I believe. Yeah. Uh, assuming Utah doesn't pour it on in the second half, which is always possible. It's still Oregon's defense we're referring to here. Entirely possible. I wanted to talk about another shootout. That would be Georgia Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Just like we drew it <laughs> the, up. The uh, the game where Georgia scored sixteen points. And somehow had the best showing of any top five team on the day. <laughs> that's that's the state of things. Also, despite that, Fox is still, and I don't think this is because of that. I'm pretty sure that they had made this wait up in advance. But Fox during the USC UCLA game is still running a Heisman graphic that does not have Stetson Bennett in it. Why are we pretending like we don't know how this is going to end? Denial is a powerful We're thing. We're still doing it. At this point, I acknowledge Caleb Williams might win. That'd be amazing. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's deserved. Granted, oh. granted, it's fair and all. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Caleb Williams himself, though, had the best rebuttal to this because the um, they immediately asked him uh, after the game. You know. What, what do you have to say to those Heisman voters? And he was like, oh, I don't care about all that. And then just, like, I'm not, I'm not paraphrasing. I'm not paraphrasing. I'm pretty sure that's a direct quote. He said, I don't care about all that. And went on to talk about how great it was to win this with his team. Well, that's lovely. That's the kind of thing Heisman voters like to hear, isn't it, Spencer? It, 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 ironically, yes, it is. But I'm like, I, I appreciate I choose to believe that he was um, speaking out against the silliness of the graphic. Genuine Heisman apathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should just give it to Stetson. Just gonna go ahead and say that you should no, just give it to. I mean, it just it, will and should are two very different things. I think it's uh, acceptance is an important uh-huh, <laughs> is a uh-huh. powerful thing. I mean, look at we've all learned in the past couple of years what happens when you don't have regular mail service. I would. Exactly. I would point Stetson out that Stetson Bennett provides essential goods and services. 
he's now he's no longer the mailman uh due to a georgia dairy council endorsement he has decided to uh use the mailman nickname to become the postman Mm. oh changing his pronouns huh you know there's going to be a lot of georgia fans who are suddenly in favor of mail-in ballots Mm -hmm. also in favor of defining man um tisk so Stetson Bennett uh, and the Georgia Bulldogs against Kentucky. The over/under for this game was forty-seven and a half points. <laughs> <laughs> Ambitious. Th- then what? They mustered twenty-two points combined in a sixteen-six <laughs> nail biter on a day when uh, I think it was four Big Ten games had no one crossed twenty points, and, and apparently that's the first time in Big Ten history that's happened. It's it's special shit when the Big Ten is out Big Tening everyone. Well, not to be overlooked is the Georgia Bulldogs, the most Big Ten team in the country. Apparently, I thought it was showy of Georgia to try and steal thunder from another league they should be happy with their position uh in the conference that they hold it was it's a it's a quiet stately reserved thunder it's it's uh it's reverse diva behavior is what it is and i don't feel like we should encourage it did um, legendarily showboating me first georgia did anything happen in this game absolutely not um, Stetson Bennett overthrew Darnell Washington, something that I didn't think was actually possible. Uh, Will got hurt again and came back again. I don't mm-hmm. actually know what his legs are made of at this point. Will Levis did the most Will Levis thing, which was he dropped back through an absolute laser, like a, a bullet into coverage. And Gary Danielson began to rhapsodize about how magnificent he was and then he threw, um, I believe, a pick. While Gary was still talking about the fr- the previous pass, yeah. Yeah, and that's why he's a first. Uh, that's not a good decision, Will. Yeah, it was. He was trying to hit the gap between the corner and the safety in a cover two, and he missed it by about three yards. So full Will Levis experience. Love that dude. I think there's a more exciting game in the SEC. Um, one that we should probably turn to next because, folks, we are joined by a very special guest in the Twitter space. The Arkansas Razorbacks are here. Woo-wee! Oh, you tune, you listen, you tune in. Oh, I woke up the dog. You tune in to hear about some womping. And let me tell you. They know what that, they're here for. That, yeah, no, you. that's what. I'm going to give you what you want. You come <laughs> in. You come in for the womping. We're going to give you some womping, okay? Like I said, sometimes the scoreboard ain't show it. But we're going to give you some womping. And then on nights like this, against the old Miss Rebels, sometimes the scoreboard's going to hella show it. Sometimes <laughs> the scoreboard's going to ooze it. Y'all go back to the big city of Oxford and think on your sins. Mm-hmm. That's what... you know, big, just think on your sins Saturday. Big Sam gets all the kids in the freaky church van. He says, we're going to go to Costco. The what freaky you do? church van. Yeah, you know, church. when I say the freaky church van, by the way, I mean the one that is has the, the van. Super, okay, the, is freaky modifying church or van? Yeah, van. same question. It's the van. Like, so the, this church has multiple vans. One of them's freaky? Yeah, it's, it's the super... The freaky super, like haunted or freaky like sexual? Yeah, same question for me. Well, I wasn't going to say either, but haunted appeals to me, Arkansas so I'm going to go ahead and say that. Arkansas football van sex ghosts.biz. Haunted, haunted Arkansas van. Uh, but what sex I mean, it has, the, it has the extended seats, 
right? Like it's the van that has the extra seats. Well, it's yeah, like for the family. ghosts. It's, it's not a sex van without them. For the sex ghosts. It's for the ghosts. Yes. And we're taking all the ghosts. Jared we're going to jo- go. Jared Jones is somewhere like, go on. Yeah. We're going to go down to Sam's Club. We're going to get the extra huge economy sized pallet of Walton. Spencer, why do they call it Sam's Club? They call it Sam's because that's Sam Walton's club. No, God so damn close. it, dude. Oh, no, man. because it's because so it's Sam close. Adams, that the great patron. No, no, that it's Sam. Because um, it belongs to Sam Pittman. That's why. That's uh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss is Sam's club now. <laughs> that's right. Folks, you need a card to get. Make. You want your dignity back? That's aisle seven, but I need to see a membership <laughs> card first. Seriously, uh, Razorbacks, before you get afraid for your job and, and log out here, I have one request. Please, for the entire rest of the season, and I'm aware that the regular season ends next week, please, for the entire rest of the season, post those thirst trap video. Do do a bunch of those thirst trap videos like they do of Lane, but do it with Sam Pittman. Give this big man some love. Let him let him be uh, let him be a fashion icon. Uh, also, by the way, I don't know Arkansas is listening to this, and you know you can't do this. I'm pretty sure there's no way, uh, no direct way to do this. Can you make sure somebody writes a very large check to Rocket Sanders? What I would like you to do as a football program is to go up to one of your big old yahoos, and by that I mean Jerry Jones, and be like, Jerry, cut the check, and he'll be like, Woo-hoo! and he'll just if write like a. Do it, if we had the means, we would do it ourselves at this point. So, out so of tonight, Jerry. You tell them all about the sex bus, and then <laughs> the one, one thing leads to another, and the student athletes are properly compensated. Jerry's like, these ghosts, are they shapely? Yeah, are they oh, are. shapely, sir. Yes. Are these buxom ghosts? Um, the <laughs> I slid into Mac Brown there for a second, and we will slide into Mac Brown Speaking later. about <laughs> sliding into... Okay. Thank you. Georgia Tech done. <laughs> yes. Did a little <laughs> bit of that. Georgia Tech PDNC. <laughs> what a night. I'm, exa- I'm emotionally exhausted. Man. In the, in the like, uh, in a season with numerous interim coaches um, achieving great things, mm-hmm. Georgia Tech's Brent Key is out here, what, what uh, defeated two ranked teams, including a, uh, a, a team that, uh, I, are they, are, have they, conf- have they clinched that terrible division? Who knows? It doesn't really matter. But uh, <laughs> Georgia Tech just fucking everything up. Yeah, it's that's beautiful. great. That's absolute. That's absolutely magnificent. It Jason, beats. You have you have multiple actual Georgia Tech fans in your immediate family, do you not? Yeah, I do. I was uh, I was raised one. Yeah, how was how was how was this evening in the in the Kirk household? Uh, I would I would assume it was enjoyed. Um, no one in my house. Um, participates but uh, i assume in other kirk households it was greatly enjoyed uh this <laughs> this team is now five and six overall and uh it could finish it looks like second in the division yeah just like tremendous. we geared up tremendous and if they and hey if they win if they win next week they're going to be bowl eligible jason who do they play next week um probably no one all that important i would mm. guess Okay. You know, okay. usually you wanna you wanna go home with a uh, go home with something something palatable on the schedule. Uh, mm. They have to play. I mean, they have to play. They play Georgia. Is that a, is that bad? Mm. Lock Georgia in only those scored bowl. sixteen points today. 
Lock in those bold bets, those risk-free bets today for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. DraftKings. <laughs> Add DraftKings. Spawn. Hashtag spawn. Hashtag spawn. Uh, yeah, the Drake May. They made Drake May look pedestrian. Drake May like was 16 for 30, 202. No TDs and an interception. This is a dude who was mentioned for some of those shiny awards. And the lowly Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets beating ass under interim coach Brent Key uh, just made him look like uh, made him look like Anthony Richardson without the wheels, man. This is not good. Damn. Yeah. Do you think, do you think Lane pulling a Matt Brown on Nick Saban uh, in their recent meeting destabilized the crystalline structure of actual Matt Brown? Yeah, I think we're dealing with a rapidly. Uh, I think we're dealing. If you're with a, rapidly... a geologist, uh, sound off in the comments. <laughs> we're saying Mac Brown. We're, are we describing Mac Brown at uh, Mac Brown as something like a disintegrating space station at UNC, just slowly <laughs> re-entering the atmosphere? Well, he sure is full of hot air. <laughs> oh! <laughs> lot about killing myself um yeah yeah so good we don't have to think about unc i only say that because they they don't belong in a playoff discussion and no error of scheduling or uh math is going to make that real for me so good thank you georgia tech you saved us all some trouble appreciate you and that's our show <laughs> that's the <laughs> whole thing. trouble was saved <laughs> the uh the 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 oh, states of carolina <laughs> elsewhere there is a scenario that we have discussed for several (laughs) weeks in which a team um could have stumbled and fumbled its way into the playoff um without winning its division the most threatening of those scenarios is now off the table because south south carolina has defeated tennessee which the main things to know from this game is spencer rattler is suddenly the best football player in the world and tennessee's orange helmets um Fucking uh, pretty, told y'all. I pretty bad. Told, I fucking told y'all. I said it. They're probably not going to wear those again. First, that's the good up. thing. That's the good news. We're never yeah. going to see those fucking helmets again. They're really ugly. So, uh, I, I, not as ugly as what they did while wearing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seems, um, seems those things went hand in hand. All right. No, Spencer, clear out. Just let me have it. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I meant like just you know empty empty the barrels. Oh, um, I, I was. Just, you, I know you don't want me to talk. I'm just gonna cuss. Uh, this is no. It's just that 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 um, every now and then, uh, you decide to wake up and have a day, and the universe is like, no, you, you, that's not happening. And that's what happened to Tennessee. All the bad things happen. You cannot convince me that this is a normal game because Spencer Rattler went for four thirty-eight and six TDs. <laughs> this after uh, this after I know. He listened to Thinking Out Loud, where we suggested that South Carolina How was having corner. Know? Oh my God, Richard did this. Uh, well, that we suggested this is Richard's fault. We suggested that the punter. Uh, you didn't had... suggest it. Richard said this out loud in words. Why? Well, and so did I. 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 I that the co- the punter for South Carolina against Florida last week had as good a day as Spencer Rattler, which by the numbers is true. Um, and like Spencer Rattler's family had an issue with this. Uh, and with math, uh, yeah, with math, you know, not the only people who have issue with math, but they had issue with that math in particular. And 
Yeah. Yeah, so... That's weird. Spencer Rattler, for the record, is the originator of the Alexa play What About Now by Lone Star meme. And yeah. whew, he he shook off that mantle tonight with alacrity. Uh, yeah, this is... Um, yes, Tennessee is missing Jeremy Banks. Yes, Jeremy Banks is the best player on Tennessee's defense. No, Tennessee's defense is not good. But that doesn't really explain the entire gap including but not limited to once again columbia is a hellmouth. uh hendon hooker going down with a i listen the sequence of events on camera make it look as though the non-contact knee injury that hendon hooker suffered caused his fumble like his knee did something that hurt so bad that the ball flew out of his hands i don't know if that's actually what happened but the sequence of events on film is Knee goes sideways, ball flies out of hand. Like uh, Columbia has Columbia turf monsters have tentacles. This is terrifying. Anyway, um, hey, remember that time I said I was only scared of two teams and they were Kentucky and South Carolina? Yeah. This isn't why. This is this is not. I was scared of like dick tripping in this game, uh, but I I was not contemplating something like this. This is way worse. Uh Ooh, this is way worse. And it's okay to let it hurt. Um, I don't want to get too Ted Lasso about it because now that's a popular thing to do. And I don't want to look like a tryhard. But I think that Josh Heupel had absolutely the correct attitude after the game. He's like, yeah, I really hope this hurts on the way home. I'm like, oh, good. Okay. Uh, I, I hope that it hurts too. Because ooh, there were not enough, not enough logical... Uh, everything that Tennessee was missing and injured last night did not did not add up to the sum total of what we saw of like the performance that we put on, which does mean that I get to blame the helmets, but still. Yeah. Um, so be be mad tonight. You should be mad tonight. Um, this should Ooh. not feel good. But also, if you had told me at the beginning of the season that I was looking at a potential uh, that I was looking at very minimum at a nine and one Tennessee team that had beaten Florida, LSU and Bama. Okay. Like be mad tonight, but tomorrow I hope the attitude, uh, if you feel bad about this, I hope the attitude you have tomorrow is what are you really mad about, man? We're, we're out so far over our skis already and have only lost two bloody teeth so far. Keep the gas down. And I think the main thing is now you don't have to play Georgia again. Oh, thank Christ! You get yeah. to do you, you get to do people. just a regular bowl game. We got a good bowl, man. You go I, you, like, you go to a bowl game and you go to a bowl game that people will forget three days after it happened. You go to the playoff and everyone remembers you <laughs> lost to Georgia twice in the same season. Mm-hmm. Also, now we don't have to potentially play Michigan in the playoffs, and that would be a terrible house divided situation for the full cast itself. Well, uh, and surely tear <clears> us all apart. I. I would really like your odds there because my sole basis on predicting what Michigan would or wouldn't do against Tennessee would be betting uh, against the results of another game that they had against the team in orange. They they struggled. It's a, it's a weird badly. It's a, like that's the other reason I can't really feel bad about my team being the ones to catch it in the dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just going around some days. It is just going around. It was yeah. after after uh, it was like everyone else spent the mulligans and like the uh, <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the 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 cats ran out of lives, and Tennessee yeah. was the, what left holding the stick. <laughs> Tennessee it was, was 
Tennessee was holding the stick. Illinois very nearly uh, what, took the stick. Illinois was the stick. <laughs> they, they were the stick. They, like the Tommy DeVito. Brett Bean was like, that's my stick. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. that's, uh, that's game, my scratching stick. Game, it's game like, uh, game you know, it's, a, it, it's like it's like penis. Yeah. So it's it's, it's the it's the stick and stick. That's what we're gonna do. Gonna stick Michigan with it. Brett and they did his wife at a blackjack table. Never ever ever forget. That's yeah. that's not a diss. That is not a diss. Not at all. Just picked her right up, man. Uh Blake Corum injured in this game. Uh his status for the big game is uh T B D. Uh, he did walk away from his injury eventually, but nobody's real sure what's going on. So, J.J. Um, McCarthy kind of looked a little bit like a liability at times, missing some easy passes that were super open. Uh, so, usual Michigan stuff. Uh, fortunately, Illinois was all down to turn this into a headbutting contest, and a headbutting contest is exactly the kind of thing that Jim Harbaugh really enjoys. So, they did manage to pull this out with a game-winning field goal. Again, if you wanted peak Big Ten this week, whew, you got you some peak Big Ten. Game-winning field goals all over the place. Wait, I've been told that we triggered at least one person's Alexa to actually start playing Lone Star. What about now? I didn't know I could do this. Oh, shit. I'm definitely not going to use this for evil. Do it. Alexa, play Sandstorm. It's only fair. <laughs> hey, uh, listen. I am a. I, we all know that I am an. I'm a absolutely terrible winner, but I am a gracious loser. I make up for it by being a horrible fucking winner. Um. Also on the docket today, by the way, um, uh, of some interest. Um, I just want to point out that the only time I looked up and I saw Notre Dame Boston College is I looked up and it was. <laughs> It was thirty-seven nothing in a driving snowstorm from you Boston ever, College. You ever feel like the evidence is mounting over the past few years about what kinds of people God is choosing to test and what kinds of people He's choosing to reward? Yeah, I like the Jesuits as those things go. Yeah, Why, why'd you have to do the Jesuits like that? They couldn't even look at their beloved space because of all the snow. Yeah, there you were. You were betwixt them and the cosmos. Come on. How oh, it's gotta suck if you're from Boston. You live in Boston. They're like, well, yeah, for yeah. One. Okay, yeah, yeah. Is. I mean, yes, but also, hey, we're gonna go on a road trip. We cool. get to leave. We're going to North Indiana. We're going to North <laughs> Indiana. It's gonna be spitting snow the entire time. Just angry. That snow looked mad. It did not look soft. Then you have to go home it's to Boston. Snow. <laughs> it's rough, BC. That's all I'm saying. It's rough, and I respect it. Yeah, Boston sports fans, they've been through a lot. They've, they've been, been through, through so, so many much. hard times. They've been through, they're the only people who've ever been through anything. Yeah, I yeah. go to school in Boston. Um, the, you know, in a day that where Sorry, that was mo- a terrible joke. most of the teams that I love suffered badly, uh, and my friend's team suffered badly. I Wait, would like. Hey, to... what what other team that you love suffered badly? Florida lost to Vanderbilt. Ew. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing that happened. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. No. I don't think you should do that. That's I agree. for you. It, I agree. Lost to Vanderbilt, and the uh, one of the deciding scores ended up being a long snapper recovering a muffed punt in the end zone. Uh-huh. That was a mad lib. A dude with a jersey number of 47 Correct. scored a winning touchdown <laughs> against the Florida 
Florida mm-hmm. Gators. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, good for him, man. That's the way to go. That's how you're going to do it. They also did have a field storming, I, um, but it was like the slowest field storming anybody had ever seen. Like, okay, hold on. Let me get down there. It was a field shuffling. Was it like, is this even worth storming the field for? Was it that kind of energy? Yeah, there was just somebody in the booth at Bandy who was like, we're not going to write the check! No! We're going to get demerits for this. Like, yeah, you beat a team called the Florida Gators, but they're, what, six and five? Is that right? Six and five. Six and five. Vandy is uh, just, Vandy is five and six. Five and no. Oh Six. no! So Vandy needs bowl oh, eligibility no. next Van- week. Vandy oh needs no! Vandy's One more game for bowl eligibility. Oh no! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> See all that stuff about like uh, if you told you, if you told you at the beginning of the year you could be in this place, all yep. that could go yep. away fast. I'm cl- nope, I'm clinging. I'm clinging to it. <laughs> You're weighing down the raft. Go ahead and drown. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I oh, at least this feeling like is familiar. My favorite thing about uh, Vandy pulling off the win, uh, other than a dude with jersey number 47 <laughs> getting yeah. a touchdown, is um, now Vandy is going to finish ahead of A&M in the SEC. <laughs> yes, that's all that matters. That's what we're here for. We're just helping, we're helping the jokes. Uh, numerologist, if you're out there, please figure out if this is the most points ever scored by someone wearing this jersey number uh, in a college football game. That shouldn't be too hard. We also have the, um, it, uh, Jason. I just want to mention one more thing um, it, it related to that game um, for you haters out there who say that they wasted money by paying Jimbo Fisher ninety five million dollars to coach your football team. <laughs> Texas A and M twenty, UMass three. That's yeah. right. I expect letters of apology <laughs> to be written to one. He Jimbo, basically Jim- beat the founding fathers. They were uh-huh. they were favored by favored by uh, thirty five, and <laughs> they got halfway there. Oh god! <laughs> against I, the worst team in FBS, like the the resounding consensus worst team in FBS. It was at one point three to three, um, for far longer than it should have. Been. Honestly, it w- it felt like it was ten to three for about four hours. That's not accurate, but um. It, it no, sure felt it's like it. It's an emotional truth, and we we traffic in those here. There was a long period when the most exciting thing in the stadium was Aggie dudes in jeans, just random white boys running around the upper deck, <laughs> play, playing relay race with a towel or something. Um, and it went on a long time. It went on for like an hour until uh, ESPN's cameras even picked got bored enough to start commentating on it. Um, at which point they were discussing whether they're like, are y'all a polycule? They're like light blue, like stonewashed jeans. One of the announcers said, yeah, that's the color you want. If you're running around in 40 degree rain, <laughs> that was the most exciting thing that happened. Um, and that's, it's the best thing A&M has done all season. And that's, it's, that's really not even a joke. It just is. So yeah, it's almost done, A&M. It's mm-hmm. almost done. You just it's gotta, almost over. Yeah, just one more, one more, one more game to lose, and then you can uh, start firing coordinators and stuff. Alexa, Proof. play "Throw Mama from the Train." <laughs> I don't actually have Alexa because uh, I don't trust microphones in my home. I'm just, uh, yeah, I have Instagram. Shut up. It sounds I'm just like doing you, this for the rest of y'all. I think technically, 
at this point, you have like a, a, a distributed botnet of Alexis. This is great. <laughs> we should do this. We should do this for something worse, though. Um, I also want to talk about the other most important matchup of the night. It's one that we haven't discussed that I don't think you'll hear discussed on any other college football show. And that would be the trios match in AEW uh, full gear, the oh pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. Joe Carpenta. Yes. Yes. If you didn't see it, uh, it was it was spectacular. And the uh, Triangulo de, la Muerte, de Muerte ended up prevailing. Even though Ray Phoenix had to end the match by hitting a man in the head with a tiny hammer. And he felt real guilty about it. It was great. He hit a man. He, he knocked the dude out to win the match. And he uh, he immediately began displaying anguish that he had done it. It's my second favorite <laughs> wrestling thing. My first favorite being somebody scampering away with the belt after they Nyla. stole it off somebody. Right? Nyla doing this amazing... That was, a, that was previously <laughs> on. But... Uh, Nyla did an amazing skitter. Like you could actually hear yeah, the, like... the cartoon. Like <laughs> you could hear the cartoon pizzicato in the background. They're like bum 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 Right? Yes. No. This okay. was a this was a big W for uh, Death Triangle with the elite returning from the CM Punk thing that we discussed on an episode like months ago. That's yeah, right. Yeah, um, I was really this glad was I had that background. El- this is this was Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks their first match back, and you would expect them to win, you know, triumphantly in their big return. But no, not only did they go down to, you know, did they did they lose to one of the best three man tag teams in all of wrestling? Um, the crowd the crowd is on Death Triangle side. That's right. <laughs> despite you know, despite like three of the most popular wrestlers in the company coming back, that was pretty great. Like the like like the crowd was like, no, y'all, it's great you're back, but you kind of have to you know earn your way back to the top. Um, and then AEW uh, announced, oh, you like that match? Well, it turns out it was the first of a best of seven. You're gonna see this <laughs> once a week for the next two months. Honestly, I don't need it. And and the reaction I saw everywhere was like. Holy shit, that's a lot, but uh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch all seven. We've, sure. We've done worse. Um, it also gave me an idea for a new, on a night of announcing innovations elsewhere, uh, where we had our beloved, uh, oh my God, I, I just realized their name is literally Rogers and Hart. How has Disney not done anything with that? Uh, on a night of other announcing innovations, I would like to propose what one of our Twitter followers called a masked man in every booth. And the the message for this, the, the method of this is very simple. You take an announcing team, any announcing team, all announcing teams. So let, let's, let's go with Kirk and Chris. Um, keep them exactly as they are. Change, change absolutely nothing about what, what they do, what they say, uh, what they wear. Except in between them in the booth, you put Vampiro. And yeah, I love it. Yeah. Or you every, put po- every announcing team. Uh, every announcing team has a luchador in the middle. Or you just put Pentagon Dark speaking Spanish, right? Just sitting yeah. there like Sometimes delivering. Speaking, or just malevolently silent the whole time. <laughs> like it'll it'll be a surprise every time. Just glowering and occasionally being like, don't you, don't you want that for Greg McElroy? I think there is an easy, like the um, Fox NFL broadcast, for whatever reason, when they do booth shots, they haven't been doing straight on to the two main announcers. They've been doing side shots. So you see the researchers 
um, to the to the side of them, like uh, Greg Olson's researcher, it's it's it looks like the two Hemsworths, and one of them <laughs> is in Thor mode. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it's what it looks like. Greg Olson and his researcher, who they call Thor, because he looks like Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can easily do this. You just take that broadcast style and slap a mask on the research guy. I think luchadors are great at research. Yeah, I agree. You know, they're very, they're very, according to... And reptilian the, contacts and on all of them, please. They're very, uh, they're, they're scrupulous. They're d- detail-oriented. Um, they're, they're born entertainers. Mm-hmm. Detectives. Also, lover. I, I think that everyone, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I, I love the, the silent air of menace, maybe, that they provide to um, commentators that maybe we're not so fond of. Also, if you have a football game with a score like sixteen to six, don't you want someone who can, <laughs> who can start break out a shooting star press off? Uh, you know, uh, you know, like th- throw a little bit of action into things. You see the vision, yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Also, uh, MJF is your new world champ. Yes, he is. Due to dastardly shenanigans, as, yeah. as per usual. Well, that's that's exactly. I don't want MJF to be champion if um, I don't want him to be champion if it's under fair circumstances i want skullduggery i want definite dastardly villainous vibes off yeah. of it you know don't give me that shit show me show me the most dastardly man alive also <laughs> i need him to get on and do exactly what he did which is wherever he's at he does the heel turn thing on that city right he's like oh i'm here in charlotte charlotte's a beautiful city home of rick flair Woo a scumbag yeah hey um He's so like he, he's so um like lots of wrestlers have tried to do like meta shit and he's one who actually he will he will come out and he he'll basically say like I am cutting a face promo. Everyone goes along with it. And then he said he will basically almost literally say and now I am in heel mode. Everyone goes along with it. It's 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 some of the craziest shit I've ever seen in wrestling. It's so good. It's so good. They have so many good things going on right now, <laughs> and then, like not just not just the insane, like you know, not just the insane luchador tag team where one of them feels like he has to have a special outfit, even though he's already wearing an outfit. I love that about Penta. Like last last thing about this, Pentagon. Don't you say is, a bad word about my dad. Pentagon is my favorite because Pentagon will be like. Hmm, I wear a skull mask and white contacts with blue eyes in them. But for this, I think I'm going to be that, dressed up as the Joker. <laughs> or for St. Patrick's Day, he's like, I will be Irish Penta. <laughs> it's he's like, like my favorite Halloween decoration, which is a small stuffed animal bird that is dressed as a mummy that is itself dressed as a as a tuxedo cat. Yes. Yeah. So like over over the mummy wrappings, it has a little cat mask and a little jacket. It's like when Goldie uh, dresses up for Halloween and different things. So mm-hmm. it's a man dressed as a gopher dressing up as you know Freddy Krueger. Yeah. You know, speaking of Halloween, when when dead <laughs> things rise, when and uh, orange and black, when when uh, things that we swore were gone. Reemerge, the Utah Utes have tied it up with Oregon. No, in the third quarter. I thought we were going to Bedlam. Sorry. Oh no, 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 that's just dead. (laughs) That's good and dead. (laughs) Bedlam. 
Dead lambs. Y'all as got always, that, folks, right? uh, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, when they lock horns, so many things can happen. All of them involve Oklahoma winning. And, uh, and that's, that's what happened. It was 28 to nothing, and very little happened after that. Oklahoma State, man, they, <laughs> they started real hot. Now they're staring down the barrel of uh, seven and five, seven and six. Wow, things, let's see things what go could, poorly down the end. What started all of that, by the way? I want to go ahead they and loop us all TCU. the way back to the start. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing fine. Things were sensical. They were winning games. They were five and zero. Oh, and then on October fifteenth, they got a little bit of that blood in their eye. From they got that mean devil ass. frog in them. They from the TCU bullshit. Yeah, they, they did. They were like, they were like, oh, here for Oh my God, this is a level of bullshit we've never experienced. And from that <laughs> point forwards, after their first loss, it's been, uh, it's been win over Texas, and which we all know that means nothing. Uh, and then uh, they, they, they've been three. They've been one and three ever since, including, uh, including yes, today's loss to uh, a crap Oklahoma team. Like this is. So crap, yeah. yeah, and I say that as I say that because I know crap teams. Uh, my crap team lost to Vandy today. They're having a crap year. They're both six and five. Both yeah. of those crap teams. That's right, six and five crap team. Hey, preseason, uh, preseason number nine, Oklahoma did earn itself a bowl bound T shirt today. So con- congratulations, bowl bound Oklahoma. We hit that bowl. Listen, man, Florida hit that bowl bound shirt, and they were like, "Done siesta." Done. Sometimes you <laughs> just really want to go to Shreveport. It's uh yeah, it's when you go to a concert and you say, I just want to look at the merch and then we can bail. Mm-hmm. That's what Florida did this year. Sorry, I the heart. Get, I just want a shirt. The heart craves scenic Bosher City. That's, That's all we want. Oh God, that was really upsetting to hear. <laughs> it sure does. It's very upsetting. Uh, looking at the chat, by the way. Hello again to uh Joel Anderson. Oh look, we got Gojo in here. My goal. What's going on? late night listeners who are giving us the energy to finish this up um did we miss anything have we missed anything did we miss anything i want to note um navy and army um mm-hmm. defeated opponents today ucf and yukon who are opposites in one of college football's greatest rivalries the civil conflict um navy army of course have a have a disagreement of their own but uh, yeah, just it just felt it just felt a little bit note noteworthy to see you know the sports two greatest rivalries Army Navy and the Civil Conflict come together on the day and Jason, Army thank Navy you prevailed. for the extra enunciation you put on conflict to show yeah, respect the, to both parties. The CT is capitalized, so you have to. Yeah, I think uh, if I had to note anything, I would probably note the moment in iowa state texas tech when a texas tech player absolutely shoved a an iowa state player who fell theatrically down on the ground backwards to elicit the flag for unsportsmanlike and then had a teammate come over and immediately begin administering fake cpr on him really really good chest compressions too actually they should use that in some sort of training video yeah, con- congratulations to them on some excellent theatrics and pantomime livening up an otherwise <laughs> dreary, low-scoring game between those two. Yeah, let's see. Um, what else was there? 
Oh, one of my favorite things of today was, uh, I don't think we talked about Ohio State yet, was um, during Illinois-Michigan, Ohio State fans having a good laugh, laughing it up, really enjoying mm-hmm. their time. Um, and sports fans are always like this, right? <laughs> not, we're not big on thinking ahead to the bad things that could happen to ourselves. Nope. Um, and then Ohio State found themselves having to exert effort for four hours to put away the mighty Maryland Terrapins. The final score is highly deceptive, folks. There is a bullshit touchdown within the final seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the Ohio State was in deep peril, in danger. I of would like this game. to, I would like to shout out one particular touchdown pass by Tugavaloa the Younger, which it, it's just going to appear. If you want to go look at this for yourself, if ESPN has posted this. Uh, it'll show up in the box score as two-yard touchdown pass, which is uh, is such a poor descriptor that I don't even want to try and describe the distance between the words two-yard touchdown pass and what actually happened. Um, Spencer, you went you went back and watched this one in slow mo a couple of times. Do you want to do you want to lay it out for folks? Yeah, this is the one where um, moving to his right on fourth and seven. First of all, it's fourth down. Yeah, and goal. It was, yeah, it's fourth and goal basically. They're, they started at the seven, and uh, Talia T- Tagovailoa gets the pass, begins rolling to his right in the manner which, to me, says, "I will either gain two yards before being knocked out of bounds, and there will be a turnover on downs, or I will drift right, throw the ball out of the back of the end zone, or I and will." There's throw nothing an- happening. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. Absolutely nothing there. And he waits until he is. Um, Within the three, the last possible three inches of legal turf before going out of bounds and whips the ball to a receiver who slides not open and it's just not open. Like, Mm-mm. dude, is like triple it is a, at, at least double covered, maybe triple. I'd have to go back and watch. And you know, people will say, Oh, he threw it into a mailbox. No, th- no, he threw it to a mailbox. Yeah, like an actual mailbox, threw it clean in for a touchdown. So I know stealing Stetson Bennett Valor. Yeah. Stealing. Well, he, you know, it's not anymore since he's forfeited that he's now the milkman. Anyway, he, he had a, he had a rough night at other, at other points of the game. And of course it didn't turn out the way we all hoped it might, but Oh Jesus, that was a beautiful play. Running gag. I would like to cite a running gag. The running gag this season, a doomed Louisville team. Oh, I forgot about that. Seeking to part company with its coach that they don't really feel and the coach who's not really feeling the program. And all that this team keeps doing is winning because number 24 NC State got ham blasted by the Louisville Cardinals. Satterfield's in his office after the game just looking down at his hands like, where do these powers come from and how can I put them back? All I want to do is lose respectfully. Get out of here. And they just keep winning. Louisville 7-4, and 4-4 four, four and four in the ACC. Uh, better record in conference than the valued and respected Dave Doran in, in, in NC State. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that just keeps happening. A running gag that I can't get enough of. I would also like to note this, that um, don't look, y'all, either of you, okay? Um, what do each of you think Penn State's record is this year? What does it feel like their record is? Don't. <laughs> what do you think it is? Uh, After today. Seven. No, six. Seven. Yeah. 
I will say seven. that I will say that I, I I would agree with you without looking that up, Jason. Seven and because I don't know when their bye week was. Um, yeah. but I think it's nine. But feel, uh, yeah, feel more like six or seven. That is correct. They are nine and two, but they feel like mm. if you had asked me ten times, I would have been like, ah, they won like seven games, maybe six. Yeah, it's 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 kind of fucked up. They're they're like they're good. Yeah. Um, they were they were getting a run from Rutgers for a minute today, like once again not in any way that was in, in keeping with the rest of a bunch of other teams were getting runs today. But it ended, it ended up fifty five to ten. Yeah, yeah, I suppose there is that. They um so looking at the computer composite, they were seventh in the country entering today, um and should re- remain right around there. They they don't feel like the seventh best team in the country. Oh, they don't. It's so weird. But I, I, I generally you know, trust... They're playing, that, they're playing that weak Big Ten schedule. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I generally trust the computers, but... <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't do that with a straight I'm, face. I'm, yeah, a, little, I'm a, little, a little skeptical this time around. Remember when we were just... I have additional comedy. Would you like some additional comedy? Usually, yeah. After beating Arkansas by a score of 21-19, in consecutive weeks, the Liberty Flames have lost to UConn 36-33. And today... To give them their third victory on the season, the Virginia Tech Hokies beat them 23-22, bringing yeah. Virginia Tech to a mighty 3-8. The BYU was trailing at one point today to a team that I swear to God I've never heard of. Mm. And I used to cover mid-majors for a living. I think they, I think they changed their name. What the I fuck think. is Utah Tech? I think they used to be called something else. Okay, that right. makes me feel a lot better. They used to be called Dixie State. I yeah. Think. Oh, it's those. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that does make a lot more sense. Which is a name you you don't want to be called, <laughs> especially <laughs> well, you if know, you're in noted fucking Confederate Utah. stronghold <laughs> Listen, of Utah. Yeah. If my redneck ass drove up to someplace in Utah and saw Dixie State, I would do the quickest U-turn peel out. Just <laughs> apparently, nope. Uh, the the reasoning for it is they are from a re- a region of the state called Utah's Dixie. Uh huh. <laughs> no. Which... Uh, yeah, that's not better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is the Dixie of Utah. Eject. <laughs> Blow self up. Those sleigh Where, bells are jingling, and I am ring ting tingling my way the fuck out. <laughs> Where is I'm the not even getting out of the car. I'm drawing a gun immediately and being like, "Get back! <laughs> I don't care who you are." Fallout. Utah's Dixie. <laughs> um also oh god i i this is this is the last now thing i'm just that picturing I... dixie kong but no that can't be right indiana 39 michigan state 31 when did that happen michigan state lost to indiana <laughs> it, t- it took overtime to get to that that uh that many points but this was a. This was also weirdly presaged by. I don't know if you've noticed that the ESPN scoreboard has just been fucked up and malfunctioning in weird and entertaining ways all season. But before the game even started today, uh, the Michigan Indiana game said uh, just said end of at the top with no numbers, so it just said end of Michigan Indiana or end of Michigan State Indiana, and it sure was. Uh, total passing yards. For Indiana's starting quarterback, Dexter Brace Williams. Brace yourselves against something sturdy. Two for seven for 31 yards. Fucking hell. 
What the fuck is this? NFT stands for no fucking touchdown. <laughs> they, they scored 39 points while completing two passes. They completed two passes and only had 11 first downs. All right. What listen, the fuck I'll am ask. I looking at here? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I'll ask it. We're all thinking it. Is Michigan State a troop? <laughs> Michigan State. Well, if, if, they're, if they're a troop, then uh, they're from a very troubled branch of the military. Yeah, like Sparta. I said, yeah. Yeah. Um, We've talked about the Spartan army before. You would think Indiana must have, like, you know, rushed their asses off. And they did pretty They did pretty well on the ground. But they only carried the ball 44 times. Like, they just, they, they didn't really do offense today. Michigan State hammered out 540 yards with a loss to show for it. Exactly what we expect to see. You from... might think uh, a million turnovers were the reason. No, there was only one all day. What the fuck happened here? I don't know. This is the weirdest box score. I feel score. like we're trying to reconstruct a plane crash from a black box that's just like full of snails. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, a long, is... there's a long kick return. Okay, there's that. There's a blocked field goal in OT <laughs> that kept things okay. alive. Uh-huh. All right, so there's or there's a blocked field goal that sort of kept things alive. All I'm seeing point. is the one kick return, and that does that doesn't do enough to. <laughs> no, explain. that doesn't do enough to. <laughs> see. You completed two passes and only had 11 first downs, and you're sitting on 39 points with only one turnover. Indiana, explain yourself. Is if the you're an astrologer was, and you're in the comments, please weigh in here with your theories. I am baffled. Was the interception run back for a touchdown? No. Uh, this is there's no excuse for this. Absolutely none. I am. Whew. Congratulations! Oh, it though. looks like Indiana's like one play of the day was a long touchdown run. Even but still, even, even when still. you add all those up together, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure this makes up for what we see here. Indiana is grifting. <laughs> some sort of some sort of points grift they going fought, on. You know, that's got to be the MLM heaviest state in the union. It, we should have... They're selling leggings or something for points. <laughs> that's just eventually, listen, if you keep wandering around on the field, eventually you got to bump into the end zone. It's got to happen. Not just leggings. They're a lifestyle. <laughs> uh, shout, out, uh, shout out Montana State. Um, not only did they get a lot of attention this morning, they beat the shit out of their rivals um could enter playoff season uh with a uh number one seed i guess we'll see that's tomorrow i think and did they uh add to their track record of scoring points via opponent botched uh punt snaps they did (laughs) oh fantastic it happened again wonderful (laughs) yeah montana state had 439 yards on the ground 400. While they were up uh, 41 to 7, they had a tight end throw a touchdown pass. So this is that kind of a fuck fuck you. That kind of rivalry. Just just they got they're trying to keep warm, man. Yeah, the the big it it was a fantastic. Uh, Young man exercises arms. It was a fantastic day for the Big Sky, uh, and not just for that. Sacramento State, um, the game-winning score for the Sacramento State. are they the Hornets? Is that mm-hmm. uh, the Sacramento State Hornets? The guy f- did a flip. Like he was hit midair and the ball carrier did a complete flip and came to a standing landing. Just what like. The fuck? Yeah, no. <laughs> Bloop. Ha! <Bah-ha! laughs> 
I will pay the prestige. I will, it was. It was. It was absolutely prestige hornets. I like it. Yeah, it was. It was the prestige hornet did the flip into the end zone. So, congratulations to them and all of the exciting things happening for, of course, the finest football conference in the land. I think I'm. I think I'm done. We're currently uh, in action. Utah and Oregon still tied at 17. Someone, someone's manhood will be reclaimed oh or oh, wow, repoed. Like whatever verb we are careening into, I am not ready. Nothing for it. good is happening coming out of this sentence. No, let's uh, let's get you out of here on this, uh, Spencer. Your boy Jake Hayner, um, mm-hmm. CBS Sports during their their game tonight. Uh, they're up big over Nevada. Of course um, they are. Put up, put up a graphic. Jake Hayner's weekly schedule. You ready for this? Daily I've never been more ready for anything. <laughs> Daily post-practice arm care, chiropractor, hyperbaric chambers, laser treatments, shockwave therapy, dry needling, soft tissue work, ankle treatments slash checkups, flush massage, IV therapy, and three hours of extra film work, I guess, too. I guess while you're having all these medical treatments, you might as well watch some film. Uh, the, the young man plays football like a person who, who uh, requires that much medical treatment. So all of just this makes to, sense. Just to get him out there. So, so you know what? Art, artist teamwork. Great, great artist teamwork. I love this. They're just. It they're takes just, a village. They're just treating him like a Jaeger, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of built like a Jaeger. Apply the restorative oils. <laughs> Prayers for the emperor. Uh, anoint him. Anoint him. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, shouts out to Jake Hayner. And Fresno State, um, just keep our boy upright. Keep our boy upright with his nine please, hours. Please keep our boy upright. People's Heisman. Because he won't. Yeah, because he won't. He won't make any effort to do that. So no, you're going to have to go not. ahead. Nope. He's too busy kicking ass and throwing names. That's not, right. Not interested in his, in his personal safety. That is um, how you end up needing 17 different healthcare professionals <laughs> just to get through the, just to get through like classes. Like LeBron is looking at him going like, that's a bit much. That's a bit much. LeBron wishes he had this level of, um, I don't know, needling. LeBron LeBron was like, hey, listen, I knew Jake Hayner was going to yeah. be something back I in, knew, when I saw him I, play in 1998. When I, when I saw Jake Hayner coming out of high school, I thought, man, one day that guy is going to require 35 hours per day of medical care. Jake Hayner, I just, go on the I shop. just knew. Did, you see, did either of you see LeBron talking uh, about – his Madden strategy and the defenses that he called uh, with Sean McVay, because the Rams at one point had done some sort of defensive call. And on his um, podcast show thing, LeBron was like, yeah, you know, LeBron has a podcast. He didn't need money. Well, he was like, so yeah, you know, like they, uh, it's a show. Um, and he's like, yeah, you know, Sean McVay must be peeking at my Madden screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, cause I do that all the time. And he said that, and they flashed to Jalen Ramsey's face. Jalen Ramsey was on <laughs> yeah. the set, and Jalen Ramsey's face just lit up, like with the kind of look of somebody oh, no. who's just uh, an instigator. Like he lit up for a second, <laughs> yeah, he paused, and he goes, "Jalen Ramsey play football." You're aware, that- yeah. So Jalen Ramsey looks over and goes, "Well, you know how they talk about you on Twitter, LeBron. You sure? You sure that's what you call?" <laughs> And everyone in the room immediately bust out laughing, including including LeBron. <laughs> uh, what a wonderful moment. 
in the bullshit. So LeBron Cardinals. is aware of the LeBron. Lies oh, LeBron meme. is aware of, of the LeBron is lying on Twitter. So meme. LeBron will lean into it and tell even more grain grain. Oh, he just he's lies. just gonna yeah, yeah, just lie bigger, lie bigger. You know, I knew. Listen, man, I knew that. I knew that <laughs> I, Richard Milhouse Nixon was gonna be something when I saw him hooping. That's... You gotta stop complimenting Nixon. <laughs> Even if you think it's a joke, it's it's after a while it starts to stick. Um, thanks to everyone for joining us tonight on the Fullcast After Dark. Thanks to, uh, among others, James Tyler, uh, Morgan Moriarty. What's up? Uh, uh, Eastern, the Eastern Eastern Kentucky. Thank you, Eastern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Eastern Kentucky. Okay. Thank you, Sanford. What's up, Sanford? Thank you, Big Sky. As always, hope you Thank enjoyed. Thank you, Big Sky, for all the feed updates that you sent me. That's yes. not weird. Thank you, Eastern Kentucky. Thank you, Samford. Mm-hmm. Thanks to uh, let's see, let's go way, let's go way down here. Uh, thanks to uh, Chris Olson, Amy Lee. These are people I don't know, but you stopped by, thanks so thank you. Thanks to Joel you. Anderson, uh, number one fan of the only, only, only number one team in our hearts, at least on Channel Six, uh, TCU Horn Frogs. That is true. TCU here for some bullshit. Uh, but thank Stop you for calling it bullshit, man. It's the best. Did they to- win or did they not? They won. Total, it's total bullshit. Guys. Total bullshit. But man, <laughs> sports is W. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. It's awesome. That's blood in their eyes. It's not protein. Don't look at it. Good night. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.